Mommy needs a minute. Welcome to the Mommy Needs a Minute podcast, where we talk about how to survive motherhood. I'm Jenna, the host of the show, mom to four-year-old Stone and the creator of Hands Down, the one-stop shopping app for parents. As always, we're here for a short time today, so let's use it well. Join me in starting with a deep, deep breath. Like, how often do moms get to stop and just take a deep breath? I'll tell you, the answer is never. So that was great. Today, we are psyched to invite Addie Gundry onto the show. Addie is a powerhouse entrepreneur, founder of Pluey, which was recently featured on Shark Tank, and also a mom to a three and five-year-old. She's the ultimate juggler and has dedicated her time and work to simplifying and enhancing the lives of moms, which I'm sure we can all appreciate. Addie and I met at a CEO summit put on by the Female Founders Fund, and I believe we were seated right next to each other, and we just hit it off right away. So I'm so happy to have her on the show. Let's get to it. Hi, Addie. Welcome to Mommy Needs a Minute. We're so happy to have you on the show. Thank you, Jenna. So happy to be here. To start, can you tell us a little bit about Pluey and how it came to be? Like, what inspired you to create a product focused on moms and babies? I took a little bit of a non-traditional career path uh, to get to where I am today and actually spent about 15 years in the culinary industry. So cooked in fine dining. I worked for Martha Stewart. I then wrote cookbooks and was on the Food Network Star and so had this whole career in food. Um, My favorite job though in that space was in innovation. So developing food and beverages for large CPG groups. And that's where I understood the importance of consumer research, design thinking, and really had my innovation itch, but never imagined uh, starting a baby product company, certainly not a diaper changing table for a public restroom company. But as all of us moms know, my son was born and your whole world changes, not just in the way you live and sleep and love, but also just the products and experiences that become very new to you. And so I was out to lunch with my son, who's now five, and he had a blowout. And it was my first time really using a diaper changing table in a public restroom. And right away, I was confronted by so many challenges. It was inconvenient. It was uncomfortable. It feels so weird putting your baby on this rock hard plastic. And my purse was on the floor and that security <laughs> strap was broken. And then he's like putting it in his mouth. And overall, just the entire experience felt dirty. And I think that's it is traumatic. It's, it's traumatic. Tra- it is. Yeah. And, and we've learned now people leave, like they leave stores and restaurants to go to their car, right? Et cetera. So I got back to the table and I said out loud, I think I could make a better one. And I had no experience in product development except for my innovation work around food. So I spent about 18 months developing Pluey on my nights and weekends. So 
talk about juggling, I continued to cook about 40 recipes a week. It became really exciting when we recognized the opportunity to put UVC light into the table so we can make it more comfortable, we can make it more convenient, but that clean factor was what was the real big unlock of, wow, we can actually sanitize this after every single use in 60 seconds. So I filed my utility patent in 2019 and then had my daughter raise money and then I left the kitchen and pursued Pluey full-time in 2020. So it's been three years now um, doing this as my full-time job. Oh my gosh. That's a lot of information <laughs> from, from cooking to a dirty diaper. Every mom has that experience where there was some sort of a blowout or vomit or something crazy happened in Target or Walmart or at a restaurant or Starbucks and you're like running around, you have to change them and then just like you said, you have to put your diaper bag on the floor of that public restroom. Your kid is like trying to get off the table. First, you're trying to sanitize the table. I mean, it is just kind of a circus, the art of like mothering in public when you have a baby. Can you tell us about the product itself, about the Pluey Changer? I had the idea in 2018. A lot of people think it became something out of the pandemic because there was this heightened sensitivity to health, safety, germs. I'm not even really a germ freak. I'll eat like goldfish crackers off the floor at this point, you know, when I'm in a hurry <laughs> with my kids. But it just, it, what, it is a decades old problem that there's a piece of plastic that falls off the wall and that's all that we have to really change a child's diaper. And so we went to design it and I wanted to address every pain point and really focused on comfort, cleanliness, and convenience. So you open the table, it's surface mounted on the wall, just like a, any type or changing table you'd see now, but it's much more sleek in terms of its modern design aesthetic. It's white, it's shiny, it's pretty. Even the ones you see today are like those beige. It's like, it just looks They're dirty. like drab. It's not very welcoming. It's basically the visual identity of the existing changing table to me screams, good luck. Like, <laughs> have fun well with this. Yeah. <laughs> and it's funny because you do walk into restrooms and a lot of these fixtures are innovative, sleek. You think of Dyson hand dryers and touchless everything. It's like, it's the last thing to kind of make that change. And so- uh, the table itself is beautiful. You can open it with the multi-purpose handles that are stainless steel. And then those handles become hooks to hang your diaper bags, purses, and backpacks Brilliant. so that they're not on the floor. The surface that you put your baby on is a plush foam. It's kind of like a uh, office chair or a bike seat. It's made by an automotive company in Canada. So it's this polyurethane. It's very soft. It's easy to wipe down if you need to. And then one of my favorite features is the retractable security strap. So the ones you always see out there, they're broken, they're damaged, they're, they're like hanging. hanging. It's just disgusting. Like I always say it's like a dead rat. You need to like flick off the table. <laughs> you know, it's just like, well. Um, and so ours is a one-handed use. Pull it over the baby's belly, hook it on the other side. When you're done, you take it off and it retracts back into the system. So what we found is that 80% of people don't even use the strap, but we have to have it for right. ASTM standards and codes. And so that way it just stays. If you don't want it, it's just not there, you know, like getting in the way. So when you change your baby, close the table, UVC light turns on, and in 60 seconds, the entire surface is sanitized. That's it. Done. Wow. That's bonkers. That is Peace of mind. So stinking cool. I mean, my son is four and it's so funny because, and I think I told you this, if we go into a public restroom, first of all, Okay, this is a little bit unrelated, but just so funny. I saw a meme the other day. 
you go into like a public restroom where there's like the bigger stall for the mom to bring their kids and the changing table and everything. And while you're using the restroom, if you have a toddler, they just want to open that door and expose you to everyone in that restroom. And you're just sitting there. You're like, open it. And like they want to so bad. And the other day he was trying to open the door while I was using the restroom at Starbucks. There's a line of people waiting to use the bathroom. So they would all get to see me in all my glory. And I was like, Stone, why don't you see if the changing table works? And he's like, oh, cool. Yeah, I'll check it out. And then I was like, don't touch that. Wait, don't touch that. He was confused. And I'm like, oh, what do I? So I feel like your next, um, I have a great idea for your product suite, which should be like some sort of a toddler entertainment system within the stall that's also self-sanitizing and related. So you can just go ahead and like file the patent for that. And like, I'll bill you. <laughs> Perfect. Remember this moment forever. There's, you know, there really is so many different things to do to help parents on the go for products in commercial spaces, whether that is a little seat for a toddler in a stall, whether that's mean to play with high chairs and bumper, um, high chairs and booster seats really haven't seen much change in a while. So there's a lot of opportunity there. And then of course, why I'm so excited for hands down is because of Pluie's first consumer product. Um, We're trying to really build a brand around helping moms, dads, parents, caregivers, on the go. Cause as you just said, it's hard enough as is. But how did going on Shark Tank impact your business and your journey as a founder? Yeah, it was, I mean, it was a really incredible experience, even just leading up to it. So they do a lot of the due diligence up front because they want to make sure what you're sharing is accurate. So they start with 10,000 applicants, they film 140 and then 96 air. So what's so wild is you could go through the whole experience in that tank and then never air your episode and be able to like reap any of the benefits. And it's very time consuming and distracting while you're also trying to run a business. The only part that's scripted is that first kind of like 90 second, like spiel of like my, you know, yeah, the elevator <laughs> pissed. Yeah. And then it's fair game. Nothing else. They don't know anything. We don't know anything. And we were in there for over an hour. So just imagine that when you watch it on TV, it's like seven minutes. It's so it's short. So- it's so, it's crazy because you go through every emotion, every question, high, low, amazing things they say, terrible things they say, and like have no idea what's going to air. It was cool that we got on just being a, a commercial product and it didn't make sense for the shark's portfolios really when it came down to it. It was really mentally emotional afterwards, just like, wow, this is my, talk about my baby. It's like, this is my whole life and my livelihood. I can't believe although they said phenomenal things that they didn't invest. And so it was kind of challenging afterwards to get back rebound from that. So we filmed in July and then the the season is from September to May. And they only give you a three week notice to say your episode is airing come like December, January, February. We're like, maybe we just won't air. And then we just get the email. And I was picking up my kids at daycare and see this email. So um, and then you have three weeks to just scramble and prepare Did you your website. pop a bottle of champagne that night? It was fun. We went out that night and I didn't tell my husband or anyone until we all took a car into the, into Fort Worth. We were at the dinner table and I had the server come bring shots. And then I told everyone, so everyone freaked out because they didn't even uh, know. So it was, it was really a cool moment. So fun. The episode was great. We have some amazing sound bites and, um, to talk about what it, it really has changed our business. You know, it's this kind of stamp of approval, whether it's silly or not, but people just, the minute you say Shark Tank, they think you're a legitimate business. Balancing being a mom and an entrepreneur is so demanding. 
how are you juggling doing all of this? Like, are there routines that you have that help you find balance? Yeah. Someone said to me yesterday, and I've never heard this before, but she said, you know how to juggle jello. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool visual. <laughs> uh, but I will say it's really hard when I travel. I, I, if I have a good routine Monday through Friday at home in my office, obviously I have sales calls and things, but it's been difficult with a lot of travel just because being gone and that, that juggle, I feel like is very different and very real. Um, but I'm very lucky. I do feel like at the age the kids are being three and five, they're still in full-time daycare. So I actually feel like it's going to get harder as they get older because for the first couple of years of their life, like Claire had no idea what was going on, you know? So it wasn't like I missed a soccer game because of work and they, it was just a little, I mean, that wasn't easy. Don't get me wrong, but it's like, they were good ages. Now they don't have as much going on when they're little. Right. It's like, they do what you want them to do. Um, but I will say what's getting harder for me is just the mental capacity. Like I used to be able to put the kids down to bed, go work for a few hours or like wake up early work, then get them out. And now I just feel like the more they get older, the more I have to parent, I'm just like exhausted, you know? So that juggle is real. And I've noticed recently it being harder, but I will say, I think there's, there's power behind being a parent, especially a mom uh, and working and be an entrepreneur because you just learn to become incredibly efficient. And, you know, I find it so important to take breaks. I mean, it's easy to just like be on your laptop all the time. And once the kids go to sleep, like open it back up. And I just find that, you know, if you take the time to do something as simple as take a shower or take a walk, or I started getting really burnt out like two months ago and my husband was going to take my son for a bike ride. I was like, you know what? You guys go for your bike ride. I'm going to go for a little hike by myself and just like not have my headphones on and just like mm-hmm. be alone for a little bit, just for 30 minutes, like a yeah. short hike. And I came up with so many great ideas right? on this hike. My daughter had pink eye and was home for two days. And I found when they're home during the day, like when someone's sick, I need to just not try and multitask. It's like, yeah. it's just, it gets me more frustrated. I'd rather just, okay, I'm not working today. And then I'll sign in later at night or make up for it or whatever, get things done that need to. But um, I've had some experiences where, especially with the pandemic and the kids home and that multitasking can just t- take a toll on you or then you make mistakes. You know, you send an email and then you're like, shoot, had I thought about that for five more minutes without Claire like yelling at me about baby dolls, I probably would have written it a little better. You know, Totally. So. Totally. Yeah. I think about that sometimes. And I also think about how I want to make it really crystal clear that I have these boundaries, whether it's our team or our partners or our investors or, or our users. Like I, you know, we do so many things, right. Um, and every day from four to 8 PM, I am not available. I will not be posting on Instagram. I will not be writing, you know, working through our financial model. Like I will not be doing any of that. But as soon as the clock strikes eight, I will take a look and I will decide if it's worthy of my attention tonight or if I can pick it up tomorrow. Because guess what? Like we're not heart surgeons. Right. You know, nobody's going to die on the table if we don't fix that right this second. And right. So, and there is, you know, there is decision fatigue. You know, being a founder, being an entrepreneur, you're constantly making decisions and by the end of the day, it's sometimes better to just stop and then start in the morning because I go from posting on Instagram to doing something with my accountant to filing an insurance audit to pitching a sale. It's like your mind is going everywhere all day that you need that break. Otherwise, you will have the fatigue. And, you know, that's it's good that you pause. 
So you have such an interesting journey and I love your story. And I'm wondering, you know, for other moms and mompreneurs, you know, who come up with an idea or have a light bulb experience like you had for a product that they want to bring to market, what are some key lessons that you've learned in your journey that you can yeah, share with them? That's a great question. So well, I had this idea and I kept it really close to my chest thinking, I think like a lot of people, someone's going to do it. Someone's going to rip it off or someone's going to steal it or whatever, right? It's like you kind of, you want to see if you can do it. You keep it close to your chest. And I think I did that too long. And so the minute I finally shared with my network on LinkedIn, social media, more friends and family, I received so much support and so many leads. And my cousin works at Target or like my, you know, hey, I know a manufacturer who does this. And so I think my first advice is obviously you do want to protect your idea. So you don't need to just, you know, share it with the whole world right away. But I was so impressed and empowered by how many people want to help and want to be involved. And I think it's especially true for moms and for female founders. There's just this incredible network of people who really do want to just help each other. And so um, I wish, I think I wish I told, shared more sooner, um, but then once I did, it, it was great. So that's one thing. Um, another thing is that I talk about decision fatigue. We've made bad decisions, you know, and, and so and that's okay. And I think I've learned to just what's beyond my control and then move on from it, right? It's like the pandemic hit and places were closing and we were trying to build a product. There was nothing I could do to, to about that. I couldn't change the pandemic. And so it's like, instead of getting stuck in circumstances that happen to you in your business, how do you just change or grow from it and do it quickly? Because that's where I think you can end up, you know, floundering. In any business venture, whether it's a lemonade stand or a a changing table or a shopping app in any business, you're going to make a lot of mistakes and you can make as many mistakes as you need to make. You just have to learn yeah. from them. And I always say, just have it, make it be roughly right. It needs to be roughly right. Like you can always change it. You can always adapt it. I'll also say that if you're not embarrassed by your first product, then you didn't move fast enough. Right. You know, you got to just move, 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 get it out there, make design changes, make iterations, learn from people, but you've got to just go for it. Be confident in your decisions. Okay. So what are the moms saying? We're in 28 states nationwide. So hundreds and hundreds of tables. Um, we're in six airports, stadiums. So really across all market segments, which has been great because we wanted to prove on a very small scale at first that Pluey does belong in an airport, in a zoo, at Target, at Starbucks, in a restaurant. Pluey really has become this representation of health and safety and a business or brand's commitment to creating the best possible guest experience. So when the Indianapolis airport bought 50, 69 to fill the entire airport, including by the rental car area, they wanted to announce we are doing everything we can to make it easier for parents to travel. And that includes Pluey. And that's what I think has become so meaningful to me is that, let's face it, it's just a diaper changing table, but like it has become more than that. It's become part of, you know, creating that guest experience. RSV cold and flu season is here and it's our job moms to keep baby and kiddos airways clear. We all know the feeling when our kids are having trouble breathing through a stuffy nose and of course, it's sleepless nights and helplessness for us. I was psyched to learn from Dr. Stephen Gowdy, pediatric ENT and dad of three, that he invented a new tool for us parents, the NoseBot. 
now available to shop on Hands Down, this hospital-grade, pediatrician-approved suction gives your baby or toddler instant relief from a snotty nose. Thousands of moms are choosing the NoseBot to protect baby's delicate airways, giving clean, safe relief that seriously works when you need it. A minute to give some recs. So, Addie, what is one product that you as a mom cannot live without? I love SiriusXM since satellite radio. And I listen to music when I run. The kids listen to it in the car. We always have music on at the pool. I just feel like music can really elevate and change the mood of any activity, especially as individually, but then with children around. And so I think it'd be hard to live without music and do love that I can stream different artists, et cetera. I love Sirius XM. It like came in my car and I ended yeah, up keeping sure. it because it literally fills me with love and pride when my son says, mom, can you put on the Bruce Springsteen channel? And I'm like, yes, I can. <laughs> I love you. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah, it's such a fun, I don't know. I just, I love Marcus request songs too. And it's, I don't know, I think it'd be hard to live in silence. So music. We love Disney yeah. Plus too. Um, there's a show on Disney Plus that we're obsessed with called Little Einsteins. And oh, yes. you know, Little Einsteins. It's yeah. so great. It's like every episode is set to a piece of classical music and a piece of art. And so these little kids uh, like go in their magic rocket ship and they fly into the art and the music plays. And my son will be like, Mom, let's play Beethoven's Fifth Symphony or like, and for his birthday, all he wanted was symbols. So now he just plays with symbols. And I thought it was such a cool thing because we could just listen to classical music. And he's like, oh, yeah, we're listening to Little Einsteins. I love this stuff. It's so yeah, great. Yeah, no, it's a great one. Um, so I love Disney for that. And what's a practice of self-care that you have just for you? Yes. So I actually cold plunge every day. I have a polar pod. It's this little pod. Um, it's actually next to my office. It used to be in the garage. And then I moved it inside. And it stays pretty cold, but then in the morning I put in ice and you have to get it below 59 degrees. Wow. And I go in for five minutes in the morning. You can cold plunge for five minutes? I, yeah. So oh my gosh. I don't think I, I've ever uh, lasted more than 30 seconds. It's uh, it's good, but I've gotten very, you know, now I've, I've been doing this for about a year now. So it's like, yeah. I now kind of crave it. Whereas before I'd be like, oh, I don't know if I'm in the mood. Um, wow. That's something I love to do. And then... Um, I really love to still cook and entertain. You know, I think there's a fun motivation and just still doing kind of what I used to do professionally, but more for fun now. I love that. Um, I do want to talk about your new product. Yeah. So Pluey has this new portable changing mat that is, correct me if I'm wrong, completely machine washable. Completely machine washable and wipeable. And so... That's very rare. A lot of the changing mats you see that are portable have all the zippers and the pouches, things you don't frankly need, all that, those gadgets. And they just end up getting really dirty because you can't machine wash them. And then on the flip side, they can have maybe a sleek thing or a muslin cloth but that you can machine wash, but you can't wipe it down. So it's really every time you use it, you're going to have to then go machine wash it. And so our portable changing mat, it's called PRET, which means ready, ready to be on the go. Uh, you can machine wash the whole thing or wipe it down. And it's made out of a similar material to neoprene and it's woven. So it's very beautiful, sleek. Uh, it comes in our ivory and navy and it fits in your purse. One thing I wanted to make sure, I never used really a traditional diaper bag. I would just use totes or purses. And so it fits really nicely into different bags. Um, and, and we're really excited about it. 
I have seen this product and it's very beautiful. It's like very chic and trendy. And I feel like it's kind of like an elevated essential that I always loved things like that because as a mom with a baby specifically, everything just always kind of feels like a hot mess. <laughs> and yes. like there's like dirt and sweat and puke and like poop everywhere. And to have like this one thing that like stays clean and feels really cute and chic is so great to have. So um, really into this product. It is available on Hands Down. Um, we're so psyched to have it on there. I know. And they are beautiful. The idea really came from two of just wanting it to look pretty in my own, in my stroller or my purse, not having, like you said, we have so much stuff everywhere. It's like, yeah. It just be sleek and chic. Yeah. I also kind of, um, you know, I don't have a baby anymore, but I do host a lot of babies because I'm obsessed with babies and my friends with babies love coming over because I remove their baby from them when they <laughs> walk through my door and I return their baby to them when they leave. I'm like, thank you for lending me your baby. Okay, here you go. And I don't have changing mat pads or anything like that in my house. So I'm definitely going to use one to have in my guest room so that I'm not just like throwing towels all over the place, which will be really great. I love it. So we will put more information about the prep changing mat made by Pluey in our show notes. Be sure to check it out. And seriously, it makes me sleep better at night knowing that there are innovators out there like you, Addy, building products that are sincerely looking out for us caregivers and moms. Um, so a huge shout out to Addy for her innovative approach in the space. And thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh, thank you so much, Gemma. This is great. So glad to be part of this community and, and so, so thankful to know you. And that is it for today's episode of Mommy Needs a Minute. I hope this episode gave you a minute to just chill and listen and be. And remember, you're not alone in this. So hop on over to Hands Down whenever you need a dose of mom friends and trusted recs. And be sure to join us for our next episode where we will continue to bring you more stories and insights into mom life. Until then, take care of you. And remember, we've got this. Remember to like and subscribe to this podcast and share it with your mom friends. If there's a topic you want us to cover or have thoughts to contribute, be sure to DM us on Instagram at handsdowntheapp or email us at hello at handsdown.shop. We'll feature real moms like you and your stories throughout the season. We have new episodes releasing every week, so we'll see you next time.